art, horse, art, horse, art, horse, art, horse, art, art too cheap to buy jingles, art, art, horse, art, too cheap to buy jingles, hey, so this is it, horse, art, hi everyone, welcome to Art Horse, this is a silly and serious podcast about creativity and stepping out of your comfort zone, I'm Jess, and I'm walking up a hill. Uh, I'm so excited to talk to you today. I think like the last three months have been kind of uh, difficult (laughs) in that I have this like the same amount of things to do or even less but like way less energy with which to do them. So (laughs) I feel like I've really been, um, you know, I'm, I'm quite behind on a lot of things that I care about. And Art Horse Episodes is one of those things. Um, So I just wanted to pop in and give an update about the stuff that I'm excited about right now. And also, okay, (laughs) I thought I'd be walking slower up this hill, but the dog is really uh, setting the pace. Um, Stopping. Stopping for a rest. Uh, I'm not going to edit this episode just so that I can get it out, which I feel like is one of those creativity hacks that I feel like is really useful to like take on because otherwise you just don't do anything. So I'm I'm trying to be a little better about like limiting uh, limiting the things, like setting timers for things that I have to get done so that they get done, and then also um, setting timers for things that they don't get too overwhelming. Uh, so that's, that's that. Um, yeah, I don't know if you can hear the birds, but it's a nice day. It's a little smoky. I don't know where you are in the world, but it might be smoky there too. Uh, yeah. So, okay. One of the things that I'm really excited about is that I, you know, I paint a lot. I'm a painter, but sometimes it's nice to do things that you don't like do for, work, you know? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like a hobby? Is that what they call it? Um, But I have just, I kind of noticed that I've been like really drawn to like textile stuff, like really drawn to interesting crochet stuff. Like when I say stuff, I mean like uh, images on Instagram of people who have made really cool sweaters or just sort of more sculptural things with crochet or um I'm just really fascinated by quilts and like bright colors and all of this stuff I'm just really drawn to it when I see it on Instagram I share it in the story uh if you want to see those you can go to Art Horse Pod I don't know if there's any up right now but there will be because I can't stop um like there's some really cool stuff like someone made a quilt that was made of like long I don't want to say worm-like because that makes them sound thin, but that's kind of like they're rounded on the ends and they're like long strips of like really brightly, beautifully colored fabric. And then the they were woven together into like this sort of like waffle fry kind of, or I guess just a regular waffle. <laughs> I love potatoes. Um, and it was just beautiful. So maybe if I can find that, I'll share it again. Um, but just stuff like that. And so I was watching someone that I follow that does quilts on Instagram, uh, Zach Foster. And he 
was talking about like this thing that he and a friend came up with called Quilt Race. And it was on, he's got this like uh, membership platform thing through Mighty Networks. It's called the Quilty Nook. Um, and so it was taking place on there. And I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. They were like, set the timer for 60 minutes and then everybody makes a quilt and I'm going to play some tunes and then uh, we're just all going to kind of show what our quilt is like. And I had no idea what to expect from And I'm sure he didn't either because this was his first time. Uh, but then I saw his post about what happened and like, well, not what happened, but like what he had made. And it was just so impressive to me. It was like so big like it was probably like a baby blanket size and um the it had like kind of applique so like fabric like stuck on top and it was all hand quilted and it was just I was just so impressed by like how quickly that came together and he was just kind of I would see videos of him working on it over the next couple days and I just was so excited by that idea that I finally joined the nook and I w- I'm just so impressed by it as, like, a thing that someone has made, like, a community. Like, you know, he, he... I think he used to be a teacher, and he's just really good at, at um, like, onboarding, I guess you would say. Uh, about, like, when you sign up for something, like, what is your path to, like, success and use of the thing? Because there's all of these, like, rooms and groups about, like... Like, there's, like, local groups for bigger cities and stuff, which is really cool. Uh, oh, you know, whatever. I, do, <laughs> I don't want to get too much into it. I was just really impressed. And also, like, he sent me, like, a little video with my name on it. Like, he saw that I signed up. Like, he sees everybody signs up. And he makes him a little welcome video about, like, you know, from his backyard. It says your name and stuff. And it was just really personal. Even if it was generic information, I just was really sort of touched by that personal piece of it and um yeah just I'm just really impressed and then also there's all these like recorded workshops in there I feel it sounds like I'm selling it but I'm just trying to tell you what I'm really excited about and there's all these recorded uh workshops in there so there's like a few that I had been interested in that I'd seen on Instagram like this thing called snowball quilts where you make like it's kind of a I from what I understand very you know, very little. I haven't done any reading about it, but from what I understand from seeing it, uh, is that it's a traditional sort of quilt pattern that lets you make like circles, kind of. Like you can make like, it's like sewing curves. You cut the circle into like, you take four little squares of fabric and then you cut quarter circles out of them and then you like magically sew them all together and stuff and then you get these like circles that you could stick into a quilt which is kind of cool like you know when you think of quilts you think like very like pointy shapes like I you know geometric shapes I know circles are also geometry but you think of like triangles and there's all this like triangle math and all this stuff but then it was just so inspiring to see that this is more like like casual and like not free form in this case so much, but like just, you know, I just so I watched that and I, I was so excited that I just kept watching more. And then I uh, watched another one on Misfit Fabrics and um, I had been asking in the in the discord because I was trying to make like a little gift for somebody and I was like trying to make a quilt, but I 
like I understand that quilting came from a time where we were saving fabrics and like reusing stuff and I'm really drawn to that like that sort of uh, making do with what you have sort of idea I love it I feel like it's in my <laughs> blood and I feel like for many of us as folks who's like ancestors that feels like a very hallowed word but like who's like great grandparents and stuff went through sort of the depression and saved everything like I've heard that my great grandma saved like pieces of thread and like you like to reuse and that those values have really come through in my family and I have them um so that really appeals to me as well as you know what's going on in the world today there's a lot of reasons to get behind reuse of materials but anyway uh, the quilting where I am and sort of the, I'm sure you remember a few years ago when I signed on for this quilting class, um, where it was like 10 weeks long and it was very like regimented, uh, 16 blocks and each block you learn new skills about like how to uh, make, <laughs> you just learn new skills and stuff. Like there's all these sort of tra traditional I say traditional again, but traditional in a different, maybe sort of way. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know the history of quilts, but the, they, you learn like designs that are well known, basically. And uh, you buy all your fabric like brand new from the quilt store, who runs the class, obviously. Uh, makes sense. <laughs> that, that makes sense, right? Um, and so it's not centered on reuse of material. It's centered on sort of technical proficiency and like design and color which is also exciting uh but it was just so I don't know it really struck a chord with me the idea that you could use anything that you wanted and like I had seen another post of Zach's where he like he takes commissions and stuff and he sometimes does like burial quilts and a burial quilt is like a quilt that you get wrapped in when you die as an alternative to a coffin it's like a I feel like it's a kind of an old-fashioned way of uh, burial? I don't know. I keep saying old-fashioned as if I know, but I don't. I have no idea where this came from, but Zach does. Anyway, he takes commissions for things like burial quilts, and he was talking about someone, he did this, like, unboxing of this box of, like, t-shirts and stuff, and, like, he was just chatting. He's chatting about quilt race and stuff, and, uh, he unboxed and showed all of these t-shirts and then he sorted them into colors while he was chatting and then showed us what he did and I could not imagine how you would work with t-shirts as a quilt because quilting when you think about like the quilting cotton section that you see in Joanne's fabric or, or uh, fabric land or wherever like the big stores it's like a plain medium weight like weave woven fabric and it's like uh not stretchy <laughs> so like how do you go and make like a stretchy thing like how do you sew a bunch of stretchy things onto a thing that probably you don't really want to stretch that much <laughs> and so I was just so curious um kind of about how he was going to do that but just the idea that that's possible was so interesting and then they had a workshop on misfit fabrics and so I watched it uh, just closing that loop there. Um, but the Amanda Nadig, I'm 
I'm not sure her name. She was definitely introduced, and I should have looked that up. Uh, her last name is spelled N-A-D-I-G, and she has a wonderful website with, like, a gallery of, like, the quilts that she does. She does, like, sort of... Because I, I had also dabbled, if I don't know if you remember, but, like, in impromptu quilting, where I had tried to, like, cut all these strips and squares of, like, this green fabric, and I just didn't like it. I just hated the whole time because I, you know, I didn't really have a strong vision or anything. Like, I, I just felt like I was fumbling around and being like, is this it? And it wasn't. Like, it didn't feel right. Um, but she's got all of these quilts that she's made with, like, irregular shapes and, like, different kinds of fabric, like, that you wouldn't really think of, maybe. Like, fabric with, like, like a more meshy fabric or a more see-through fabric. Like she has all of this stuff, like stretchy stuff. And so I, yeah, watched the thing and it was just really empowering. Like she just sews it to a foundation piece. So she takes like a square of pillowcase and then she um, puts a piece on and then she lines up the edges and then she hand sews the next, I mean, she probably does a million things, but in the video she did this. She hand sewed the edges together through the bottom, like through the foundation piece, so that when she ironed them flat, it just looked like a seam. Like on top of the, the foundation, like the whatever, like white plain fabric on the back. And then because of that, like it really stabilized the stretchy fabric, so she could use like t-shirts and stuff. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> Like, this is a lot of things that I didn't know. Like, it's just, like, blowing my... It's blowing my mind. And so I, like, I watched it, and then I went... This was, like, a difficult thing, because I was, like... Um, I'd just kind of been, like, napping. Uh, if you haven't listened to the latest update, I am having a baby in December. And we are just getting through to the end of the first trimester and I'm tired man I'm fucking tired <laughs> and uh I have just like been feeling really guilty and like bad for like being like oh you know like I've got this big show going on like that I have to paint for and uh in October which is not very far away like what is that four or five months probably uh to fill a whole room of with paintings <laughs> and um so that's one thing, and, like, feeling just like I have, you know, like I was saying, like, less energy to do just about the same amount of stuff. Pause dancing for the summer just to take a break, because people just want to be outside. Um, I probably talked about that already. Um, okay, wait, I've lost this. <laughs> I lo oh, yeah, okay, so I was feeling really guilty, because I wasn't doing any of the things that I thought that I was supposed to do, or felt like I was supposed to do, and, uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the thrift store without having earned it. I'm just going to, what would it be like to just be able to go? And so I went and um, I I found, I just looked for fabrics. And uh, this is this gift that I'm still thinking of. So I'm looking for like fabric that I like and I want to work with, but also that I could imagine as a gift. Like I'm just having these things in mind. I'm going through this thrift store, picking out shirts that like match this colors. Like I pick out a shirt and I go, oh, I like this one. And then I see if I can find more. And I just got them and I went home and I started, I started. 
and I finished. <laughs> like I made, I put a little snowball on there, I put a little half circle thing, and I like sewed, I just used this like kind of coral colors and um, maybe like a, like that kind of color of pink and like some greens. And it was just so, it felt so good. And I hand stitched the whole thing. And so I just felt really empowered by that um, exercise, I guess. So I've been, yeah, excited about that. And then I started thinking like, we've got this like, uh, our, our kitchen, our what a place where you sit and eat food, the table. The table is right by like this big window. And my mom always says <laughs> that uh, it's, there's something about like the energy in the room where if you've got this big window right by the table, it sucks the energy out in the sense that like you'll be talking to someone, but you'll be looking out the window. Like it's just such an easy thing, something easy about it. Um, and it's so true. It's so true. It's like you're looking, you're not looking people in the eyes because you're just absorbed by like how beautiful the sun looks on the grass, you know? And, uh, it's not something that's a big truck going by. Um, I don't really like that. Like I think, imagine if you could shut in the energy. And so I was kind of like thinking about how I could make maybe a curtain. And then I found some pictures of like a patchwork curtain that's like not quilted in the sense of like three layers and, like sewn together on the top like with quilting but like just patched together kind of like see-through maybe like nice colors and so I started doing that and I went back to get like some fabric I just went to I went to Kamloops and I got the Valley Village stuff and I was just walking through looking at shirts and dresses trying to get some like yardage um and like trying to pick patterns and colors and that felt really good and uh came away with a bunch of stuff and you know what this is like I don't like this very much because you know I was talking about like feeling like uh doing with what you have whatever I called that making do um it was really important to me but like thrift is a close close second um but I just, I feel kind of weird about buying secondhand stuff because it was so expensive. <laughs> like it cost me probably like a hundred dollars. Not like, not like probably like, it actually cost me a hundred dollars to get like the shirts, like the clothes that I wanted to cut up. And so I've been like cutting them up and like disassembling them and stuff. It's just the value village is really expensive. Like some of the secondhand stuff is like, you know, $8 instead of like a thrift store that like benefits the community that would be like, this is $3. Um, anyway, uh, it was expensive and it's like, I, you know, that's better than buying new, I guess, but still like, it's kind of weird. Like it's like the incentive to buy new is like really high. Like buy it, just buy a curtain instead of make one. It's like, um, it's not cheaper to make your own stuff anymore, I guess is what I mean. Unless you have all this stuff already but all I have is like jeans with like ripped holes in the crotches and I don't really want to make a curtain of that anyway um I've started and it looks really cute so far I didn't expect this color palette I picked a bunch of like yellow stuff and white stuff and I got some like 
little flowery pattern stuff. And then I went looking and I found some blue stuff that goes with the yellow. So that's going to be yellow and blue. Uh, and I'm excited about that. Uh, so yeah, that's my quilting experience at the moment. Um, the other thing that I'm working on is that show <laughs> that I have to do. Uh, the called nostalgia. I called it nostalgia. And so I've been just sort of like between naps, um, writing down memories, I guess, and just trying to figure out what to paint next. I'm just having a hard time making myself do that stuff. Um, cause it's hard. And I think part of it is that there's things that I remember very fondly and would love to paint and like, but it just turns out to be a lot more work than I thought. Because usually I paint from photos, right? But there's a lot of things that happened that I don't have photos of and that I can't find photos of. So there's like things that I have to make. Like I just had a conversation for the podcast that you'll hear hopefully soon uh, with Sarah Nelson, uh, just an update. And because um, we've heard from her before, we love chatting with her. Um, but it's a, she kind of helped me develop the idea. And I reached out because, partly because, like, I wanted to hear what she was up to, but also because I, um, my therapist still is sick and not working. So it's been like seven months that I haven't seen <laughs> a therapist and, uh, I miss it. Like, I miss that sort of growth that felt like was happening when I was having that sort of reliable weekly support and I had just like I'm not sure what but I was I had been I just texted her um so like I don't remember <laughs> I don't remember but I like wasn't like asking for unpaid help that's all I want to say I just texted her something can't remember and she had said um oh we were talking about like she I had asked about a referral to somebody else in the meantime while she like recovers and then I kind of said well you know like I don't think I like I'm fine you know like I don't, I don't want to take on somebody new I don't I don't really want to do that and she was like well what if you what would it look like to call in support for what you need support with right now I was like that kind of started a ball rolling as it always does she always starts a ball rolling uh but I was thinking about like who you know, in my life can, has like helped in that way that I need help with, <laughs> which was like developing my uh, show. And Sarah really helped a few months ago, not a few months ago, probably a year ago now, uh, talking with her was really like clarifying. And so I wanted to reach out and talk with her again. And it was clarifying again, but <laughs> I'm still working on like editing some, just a couple episodes and they're coming. I just wanted to pop in and do an update. Anyway, I'm really rambling, but what I wanted to say was that um, I realized that I actually have to assemble these ideas. Like I have to, if I'm going to make a picture of a pool, like Sarah and I talked about, if I'm going to make a picture of a swimming pool, I have to like use other pools because that pool doesn't exist anymore and hasn't for a long time and even if it did it wouldn't be the way that I remembered it and so 
that was kind of interesting, but also discouraging because it's like, well, like, how do I get from here to there? That doesn't make any, I don't know, it's a lot more work than I thought. Somebody's going by. Uh... <laughs> just to give you an idea of just how weird that is. This is a road that I'm walking on, but it's like a road in the bush. Anyway. Um, so those are the things that I'm excited about and working on. Uh, I also have been like reading a lot because I've been laying it down a lot. Uh, and I've been like going to the library and just like looking through their like baking section or their craft section or like just uh, books that are like that you can like take home and borrow and then just take back that you don't have to like keep and I, I got a book on pies slab pies like on a cookie sheet uh and I was like oh I'm feeling really like brave <laughs> like brave enough to like make my own pie crust and like cut up some rhubarb and slap it in there but I couldn't eat a whole cookie sheet pie so I haven't done it yet and uh there's also like a book on no need bread where you just like mix the ingredients together and then let it sit for like 18 hours 20 hours or something 18 hours and it just needs itself I guess like I don't know <laughs> like it rises anyway and I was really excited about that um I signed up for a sourdough workshop because she said it's too hot for for turning the oven on but you can still make English muffins <laughs> and I just love that idea so I don't know I'm trying to do things that um make me feel happy uh without needing to earn them by <laughs> doing what I'm supposed to do but also I'm worried that I feel like I've been really gentle I've just been really gentle and um I I don't know What's the balance? What's the balance of gentleness and actually doing the thing? Because sometimes uh, doing the thing feels really good because you feel like you're on track. And uh, so I'm trying to get a little bit more back into that. Anyway, uh, that's that's my update. I hope you're doing good. I hope you're making good stuff. I feel... <laughs> Zach Foster always says, I hope you're... I hope you're doing something good. I hope you're making something good or something. It's really cute. Um, but I i don't want to <laughs> say the thing that he says. Uh, I hope you're doing good. And uh, I hope to get some new episodes out to you soon. Uh, thank you for listening. And thank you for uh, sticking around in my uh, absence. My sleepy, sleepy absence. Uh, if you want to find Art Horse on Instagram, you can find it at arthorsepod at G oh, Art Horse Pod on Instagram and uh, send me an email, arthorsepod at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, and if you want to support the show, you're already doing that, as Maintenance Face says, which I love. Um, but if you want to join our community, you can join us at patreon.com slash arthorsepod. And uh, that's all. See you next time. <laughs>